0: Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network featuring Conversation with Cousins. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, this is Sherry T. from the Living Bible Hub Network and I want to help you stay motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Text the word believe to 877-670-1975 text the word believe to 877-670-1975 and receive our weekly words of inspiration Welcome to this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Good morning, good morning, good evening, good evening. As my cousin Eddie J would always say from week in to week out, we are so glad you are here and joining us for Conversations with Cousins. Yes, this is our 24th episode. Look, we're still having fun at this thing. So we hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are. We come to you live and in living color on this day and this month because it is ordained by the Holy Spirit that you meet with us and we meet with you. So we thank you again for participating, for for liking our, our episodes, for giving us comments. And you know what? Continue. Continue to share it. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Eddie J., my cousin. Uh, go ahead and take it over from here, cuz.
1: Again, good morning, good morning, good evening. Uh, whenever you are watching this or listening to this, again, we thank you all for uh, tuning in with us, as I always say, rocking with us uh, for the past 23 weeks. Uh, this is episode 24. And again, uh, as we always say, any comments or input will be gladly appreciated. Again, as you always know from us, uh, we talk about different things, but it's always from a Christian perspective, from a Christian lens. Uh, So again, uh, we want to encourage you to do that. You can comment on our YouTube page, or you can comment to us on our social media pages. And again, we will gladly appreciate it. And then, again, there may be a, a topic that you may want us to hit. Again, we're, we're open to that. We'll welcome that. Uh, so, again, we encourage you uh, to be a part of this. You are a part of our family. You've been watching us and rocking with us. So, again, we would like to uh, deal with something that you may want us to deal with in the future. Uh, so, again, we've been dealing uh, in this series uh uh, dealing with uh, boundaries. We've been dealing with it for a while now. And uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been dealing with uh, uh, financial and uh, possess- things of materialism or possessions. And we've been dealing with that the last uh, couple of weeks. Again, we want to deal with it again today. Uh, we want to deal with it from a different perspective than we ever looked at it before. All the other times, we normally would just have a foundational scripture uh, and just run with it. Uh, But today, we want to look at a couple of principles. Uh, We want to look at a couple of principles that I really believe uh, that will help us in the matter of financial uh, and materialism or possessions. So we want to look at a few uh, uh, biblical principles of how to deal with our finances, how to deal with our money. And again, this is not all of them. It's it's a whole lot of different principles, uh, but we just narrowed it down to five. Uh, but again, it's, it's so many more. Uh, but the first one we want to deal with is spend less than you earn. hmm uh-huh. That's the first principle we want to deal with. Spill, spend rather, less than you earn. Mm -hmm. Now, it sounds easy. Let me say it again. Uh, It sounds
2: easy, uh,
1: but it really is hard to do. Uh, It it sounds easy, but it's hard to do. Uh, we, We live in a culture of constant advertising bombardment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we live in a constant advertisement environment, uh, and our culture shows discontentment. Let me say that again: we live where we bombarded by bar- bar- environment, by advertisement, and our culture shows discontentment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we are taught that we can and should buy what we want when we want regardless of the consequences.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, So again, uh, again, this sounds easy, but it's hard to do. Uh, But we have to get to the point of spending less Uh than we earn.
2: Uh
1: Uh, Proverbs uh, 13 and 11 says this, wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished Uh he who gathers by labor will increase Uh another translation says it this way Uh wealth quickly God gotten dwindles away but a mass little by little Uh it grows Uh so again uh, this may be uh, because God's blessing is not upon wealth gained by dishonesty yeah 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 or because such wealth was not gained by the habits of life that we earn and we retain mm-hmm. wealth. Mm-hmm. The text, uh, this proverb tells us, he who gathers will labor, he who gathers by labor will increase. In other mm-hmm. words, when we do things honestly, yeah. when we do things honestly, when we do things the right way, uh, God's blessing is upon it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and again, it takes practice. Yes, uh, let me say it again. It takes practice. Uh, it also takes being content. Let me say it again. It takes being content. Yeah. Oh, another scripture that jumped out to me when I was looking at this uh, is uh, Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse five. And it simply says, let your conduct be without covetousness. We Uh, talked about covetousness on last week. Repeat that. Uh, uh, Be content with such things you have. Yeah. Uh, So, in other words, covetousness is the opposite of contentment.
2: So and true.
1: often covetousness and greed—again, we we jumping into last week—are uh-huh. uh, excused or even admired in today's culture. Yeah, and are simply called ambition. Uh. uh. But contentment has more to do with what you are on the inside than what you have. Yes. Let me say it again. Contentment has more to do with what. You are on the inside and in what you have. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, it's important that uh we gotta learn to uh spend less than what we earn. Uh right. when we do that, uh it gets us into trouble. Go ahead, cuz.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely, cuz uh what what a what a way to start it off again. Getting us to look at ourselves, getting us to put some things on paper. And and most of us are out of debt to ratio. I mean, we got more debt than we need, you know, uh, you know and it doesn't take much. All you need is a you no, know, in the house you note know, in this day and time and no increase. But I like what the proverb says on the end of that, because it says the labor, your labor will give you the increase, the wealth, the wealth as you work, God will continue to give you the increase. You know why? Because God said, work six days and rest one. He commanded us to work. He gave us the raw materials in the earth that we would continue to work. You know what? Even when I'm thinking about this right now, I go back to Genesis and, 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 and it might be uh, two. But we know that there was gold in the land. When he said that those there was four rivers running out of there, there was gold. Got it. The wealth was already there. We didn't have to work for it. We didn't have but God gave it to us that we might begin to look at what we have and compound those things and work for it. That means that means God will give it to us, but we cannot get it by ill-gotten gain. We cannot get it. And I like when you go back and you really stress it. We go back to what we talked about last week. Contentment, that which was in you, you're content for what you have. Because one thing I know, God knows the beginning from the end. And he knows what's coming down the pipe. So when God tells you, don't, don't go out and purchase that car. You don't need a new car. This one will work for you, you know, because he knows what the economy is going to do. And he knows we're living in an economy that what pulls at us, like you said, there's advertisement busting out of the seams, getting us to either want what somebody else has, get, get, get more than what we have, get us out of the place of contentment and, and put us in the place of ambition. And sometimes we're just striving for that every day. But God tells us again, reminds us in his word, if we continue to work, that means we learn how to take what we have and, and put it to good use. And over time, it will increase. We it um, Wealth is not a drive-through experience. Say because, that again. <laughs> wealth is not a drive-through experience. And sometimes we have to learn the the principles of wealth, the principles of money, the principles of giving, the principles of being content. As you said, contentment, contentment is so important. And listening to the the still small voice of the Holy Spirit to guide you into that increase. It is a promise. He said, labor. We all, when, when when we think of labor, we're thinking of work. If we continue to work and we save, then wealth will come. And that when that wealth is established with foundational principles, it's not going to slip through your hands. You're going to be able to pass that on from generations to come, and that's what the and that's what God is teaching us today. And you know, it's quite funny because I was listening, I was thinking about compound interest when when I woke up, and and most of us don't even you know we hear it from a banking perspective, but this passage is teaching us. If we continue to labor, we continue to ask the Lord, which how, how should I save my money? What should I invest my money in? He will do it to where it'll compound daily. And over time, the wealth will come. We all want to be wealthy, but we have to learn how to do it God's way. The ultimate way to health is, is locked in this word right here. And so once once we understand that, we know that we have generational wealth coming. And we're content with what we have. So that's that that that's something that that's self-examination this morning, right off the bat. Let's 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 go back and, and look at our hearts and look at where we stand. And sometimes we gotta put things on paper and don't just kind of you know reach forward to like, I got to have it quick. Cause like I said, wealth is not a drive-through experience. Back to you, Cass.
1: Yeah, sometimes we have to do that we don't like to do. Is this word called budget?
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes we have to budget.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: can't just, uh, as they used to say, we, we shouldn't be trying to keep up with the Joneses.
2: Right,
0: right.
1: Because we don't know what the Joneses went through to get with what they got. Right. And, and we don't know how they really are living. Because yeah, you that gotta ouch be a, Hallelujah because <laughs> that, that could be a facade. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, you know, we don't know what all they're going through mm-hmm. uh to do what they got and we don't know if if what they have are they in a good place, yeah. So again, we gotta be concerned about ourselves,
2: yeah.
1: Uh when it comes to this uh whole piece of Money and mm. and finance and uh, uh, about materialism and all of that. Uh, it, make a budget. Yeah. Uh, uh, growing up, uh, the old uh, the, uh, our parents used to do this thing called layaway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they used to do this thing called layaway. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to time when it was about school time, you would go and and get your school clothes and they'll put mm-hmm. it on layaway and they'll put a little on it this week, a little on it that mm-hmm. week. Uh, and by time it was time for school to begin, yeah. they will go make they, that that final payment and then you will receive yeah. uh, your your school clothes for the mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was and that that it just was a another way of budgeting. Yes, they knew they couldn't pay for it all at once. Mm-hmm. They knew it was something that we were going to need as mm-hmm. we went get ready to prepare to go to school.
2: Yeah,
1: so they went to layaway plan. Yeah, yeah, and they put a little on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's nothing wrong with uh, budgeting uh, and putting a little on it.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, as you go, uh, and as you do that. Uh, that keeps you out of debt. Yes. And that's the next thing we want to talk about. Be wise with debt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we have to be wise with debt. Uh, the scripture we want to look at this one, one of the scriptures we want to look at is Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Uh, it simply says this, the rich rules over the poor. Mm-hmm. And the borrower is servant to the lender.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So here uh, in this particular proverb, uh, in Proverbs 22, uh, verse two told us that there were one important respect in uh, in which rich and poor were the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, this proverb reminds us that they are very different. Uh, those who are rich have more authority and voice in the community than uh, the poor do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also says, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Yes. But those who borrow money are, are in a lower place than those who lend money. Yeah. Money. And he told us, uh, another scripture tells us, he told us that we are to be the lenders.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: And not the borrowers. Yes. Uh, so again, in order to get to that phase, we have to be wise with debt. Yeah. And as Kul said a little earlier, uh, debt comes in all shapes, forms, and fashions. Mm-hmm. Uh, mortgages, uh Mortgages, uh, car payments. Uh, one of my big things was uh, student loans.
2: hmm hmm
1: uh and, and because you know, and I just share this this true story because I wasn't uh taught the the principles of how to borrow and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I got myself in big debt. Yeah. Uh with the student loan thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, and I just share this for those who are watching. That's why if you have children coming up grandchildren you need to sow a seed into their future say it uh you know uh we need to sow a seed into their future so when they get ready to get to the point of college uh there would have been some money already saved up- mm-hmm. for them to go to college yeah uh, so that the the debt they our children won't endure a lot of debt mm-hmm in order to get further in education.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so again those who are parents or even grandparents uh we have to uh think about those kind of things yeah. and we need to start sowing seeds. Yeah. Uh, into our our future generations.
2: Yeah.
1: So that they won't have to go through what we went through. Yeah, yeah. We said it again, we need to sow into our, our, our future generations so that they won't experience some of the uh, hiccups and hurdles that we had to face. Mm-hmm. The one thing I shout about is uh, uh, I got to the point where uh, I was relieved of my death.
2: Hey, praise
1: God. Uh, so God can do it that way. Yeah. But again, uh, we got to be wise in this yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, go ahead, cuz. Yeah, I, I I like it. And I still, you know, even even when you say be wise in with, with debt, it comes about leveraging. We are not taught how to leverage our debt. What we're taught is to be a slave to the lender, but the wealthy learn have learned how to leverage their debt. They borrow. They borrow. Yeah. But 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 they have learned how to leverage. And you can leverage in many different ways even even when you're talking about uh saving you know saving something m- merely for college and this and I'm gonna throw this out here because I you know I, I feel it coming so I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out here but if y'all would just take a pen and paper and start off with one cents and f- wait first of all get that pen and paper right down one through 30 whether it you know just write down one through thirty on that first line day one is a penny and you compound that penny daily, by the time you get to 30, you're going to say, wow. And when you look at it, whether you did it 30 days, 30 months, 30 years, you will have, have, have learned a principle of compound interest over time. And that is leveraging your money. We need to learn how within our community and within our homes, we have to learn, we have to talk finances. It's important to sit down and write these like tell your kids like we got bills to pay. this is our assets, this is our liabilities. and stay within that and and when you stay within those boundaries that that you have been given, the wealth the increase of your wealth will come. and I'm, I can say this throughout this whole episode. Wealth is not a drive-through experience. Don't expect to get it overnight. Because you have to learn how to how to um, handle your financial situation. and you have to be honest with yourself. and when you're honest with yourself, you can at the end of the day, you know what to buy, when to buy it, how to invest it and how to leverage it because there's and and I, and I put it, I put it like this with 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 the respect to the to to those that have wealth. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. We, God has it in his word. He talks about finances more than anything in this book, but a, a lot of us don't understand it. And so when, so when you're raised in a deficit already, and you you always seem like you're scratching and you're trying to get ahead, it's kind of hard to turn that thing around, but it can be turned around, but you're going to have to learn to think and to act and behave like a rich man. And a rich man is not—he understands his wealth, and he's learned how to leverage that wealth in a variety of things. Even when I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a jump though. I'm, I'm a jump. I'm gonna go chase this rabbit real quick. When we oh, all go over there to, date. we we all go over there to Proverbs 31. Uh, the you know the Proverbs 31 woman. Look at how many businesses she had. I think I think thought about it one day. I think she has seven seven things she did, and her children still called her blessed. I mean, she, I mean, those are business. She, she, she leveraged every bit of her time in, into, into, into doing things that would bring the finances in at the, and she, and, and at the end of the day, she was serving her community. She was serving her family. And so when we look at it, yep, she was blessed, but look at the, look at the businesses that she had going for her, which says she understood the principle of leverage. And when we understand the biblical principle of leverage, wealth will come and wealth will become generational wealth, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in whatever business you have, it is going to be there because God said it in his word. He told us the word and we will be, and the wealth would increase, It would, wealth would be increased unto us. But when we learn how to leverage it, it becomes a lot easier for the next generation and the next generation is taught how to handle their debt. So be wise with debt. I, I like when you said that because you didn't say not to go into debt. You didn't say, but be wise with that. Use the wisdom of debt because debt is a leverage into the wealthy. Go back to you Kaz.
1: And then another thing and this not even, this just came in this just, yeah. as you were talking we have to be cautious about co-signing, yep because whether you if that person you co-sign for is not able to carry out that commitment, yep. then that falls on you, yes yep. so you can you can't just co-sign for everybody mm-hmm because when you co-sign uh you basically are saying uh if that person is not able to carry this out then I can handle it
0: right right and so you and it, you pre- and, and you pretty much have to include that in your in in your asset liability statement if you, you almost, don't you're yep. already out of debt to ratio you're already yep. out of it. and then and yep. then and then what does that benefit you because you might be ready, you know, like you know what? Let's go out and get a house, but you can't because now you're out of debt. ratio that's not being wise. Some yeah, of these, because, some of these things you need to pray. Go yeah, ahead, cause
1: because that's going to count against you mm-hmm. uh, when you uh, try to get something else mm-hmm. uh, because of that, and that that will stain your credit.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so again, we have to be. Uh, that's why I said we have to be wise with debt oh uh-huh. uh, and, and uh and again and and and, I, and this is because this is a Christian perspective uh we gotta pray about certain stuff that's it we just can't just go do it and uh-huh. you know in my early years I know I just splurged I just went out there yeah. and did it yeah and didn't consult God didn't consult uh, anybody I just did it uh-huh. and myself in a hole
0: yeah oh look we've all been there
1: (laughs) yeah 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 we all been there so again we just come on to encourage you tell you this is a different little twist in how we have done things Mm -hmm. in conversations but again uh these are things that i've we we've experienced it Mm -hmm. know some of you have and if you haven't we are helping you to prevent you from going down this road
0: right right right
1: Uh, So, again, uh, another thing we want to look at is plan for the unexpected.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Plan for the unexpected. In other words, uh, we never know when something's going to happen. So we have to save. Uh We got to save for uh, the old school would say, "Save for a rainy day."
0: Yes, yes. Uh,
1: because we never know uh, when the car gonna break down. Uh, we never know when you're gonna have some house repairs. You mm-hmm. never know when you're gonna have an uh, unexpected medical bill. Yes. Or short-term emergency. Uh, we never know when something might. Come up unexpectedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And so again, we have to be prepared because if we're not prepared for the unexpected, that would take us back into this thing we just talked about, which is death.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and a good uh, scripture to look at that at this one is uh uh Proverbs of uh, uh and again you see and we go into the Proverbs that so you see mm-hmm. Proverbs. In, uh, the Book of Wisdom. Uh-huh, uh, so, again, as, uh, so again, Proverbs 6, uh, verses 6 to 8, uh very good passage dealing with the ant.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It says, Go to the ant, you slugger, consider her ways and be wise, uh, which have no captain, overseer or ruler, who uh-huh. provides her supply in the summer, and gathers her food in the harvest,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he basically said, uh, "Consider uh, the ant uh, sluggard is another mm-hmm. word lazy." Yes, he said, "Consider the ant and consider her ways and be wise." Mm-hmm. So another one, look at the ant. Uh, she got no no boss, no overseer, no ruler, uh, but this ant is is getting things prepared, mm-hmm. stored up. Because she know it's going to come a time where she won't be able to get uh, the things that she needs, so the ant stores up ahead of time. Yes, when they're not able to get, they have enough stored up to be able to make it through mm-hmm. the winter. Yeah, they store up in the summertime,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: when it's winter time. Uh, she, the the is able to go ahead and yeah. and move forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. The same way with us, mm-hmm. uh, we should um save up for a rainy day.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: this is one of the thing or something that I, I'm working on now because I wasn't good at saving. Oh yeah, I couldn't save because I was I was bound.
0: Yes. I get you. I feel you. When
1: you're in debt, you can't save because you're bound. Because you always got to pay up the whatever you're in 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 bondage to.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you can't truly say so. Now I'm at a point now where I can save up a little something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh,
1: And 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 I'm fifty three. Yeah, it it took a while for me to get to this point.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh
1: of the mistakes that I made along yeah. the way uh, it kept me from uh, being able to save up something
0: yeah yeah, that's a good one cause good,
1: good. It, it, it took good, me good, because good. Of, of my four yeah. choices that uh-huh. I made along the way
0: uh-huh.
1: some of it was because I made the choice, some of it because I wasn't taught properly yeah. uh, when I was young how to manage stuff yes so because of my mismanagement, I wasn't able to save. So yeah. when rainy days come, I got further in the debt.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Good, so Cass.
1: I'm, I'm just being real with us yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have to get to the point where we are saving up for the rainy day. Yeah. Because one thing about it, the unexpected will come.
0: Yeah for sure
1: no way around it uh the unexpected is going to show up yeah and when it shows up we should be prepared for it but many of us haven't been prepared or aren't prepared for it and it takes us down
2: yeah
1: takes us down in debt further yeah, we've been crawling, trying, getting close. We some, and I, I tell this. I will just tell it on myself. Mm-hmm. I, it was many a times I was close to getting out.
2: Yeah,
1: something yeah. come up right back in. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I saw my. Like, I mean, you see, see that the old school say, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Be like, right. man, I see this light. Right. And then so this the unexpected come, and I'm back yeah. buried.
0: Yeah, I understand. So
1: we have to plan. For the unexpected, uh-huh. because going to come in some shape, some form, or some fashion. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: The Believer for Life Christian Clothing brand is now on Amazon.com forward slash Believer for Life. Oh, good. Because I mean, just like plan for the unexpected, save. Even when you said that and you went back to this scripture, uh, you know, again, here the ant is, and I'm going to put it in a, in a place of uh, two things. The ant is pretty much self-employed. He, I, he this this ant understands that you know what the winter time is coming. Now I want all all of us to go back and think about you know, especially especially if you're fifty and up, you know my 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 grandparents, you know, they had a garden, and they planted all summer long, and when the when the garden when they harvested, that was food for the winter time. See, these are the small things that you can you can almost translate into your financial situation. Because one thing I know about debt, you can get into debt like that, but it'll take you years to get out of debt when you don't understand leverage. Mm. When you and and when and you're talking about saving, saving is hard. Look, I I can agree with you. The reason why I'm sitting over here and agreeing with you because I know. Cause just as soon as you start saving a little bit and you think you know you you get a little cushion, all of a sudden you think you see that light and then bam, something happens and and here's that ex- exhausted again, and you just try to figure out, Lord, can I ever get a get ahead? Yeah, it will come, but it, it is a slow process because but in that God is teaching you and and teaching you how to leverage and when he really teaches you when you understand these principles and you begin to practice them daily and live by them i mean you get them centered in your spirit and you begin to ask and pray you know lord help me today because god's desire is that his children are wealthy and and what and and and, and the bible clearly tells us he reigns on the just non-just so it's it's just those that understand the principles of leverage and saving and saving is not. And I'm going it like this. Saving isn't easy if you haven't been taught.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: See what we've been taught is and 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 we've been taught to tie. You, you get your check. 10% go right to the church. Well, when you get your check, 10% ought to go to the church. 10% ought to go in your savings account. And you learn to live on that 80. You just learn to live on you. You, you do it because that is going to help you. And when when those times of unexpected things happen and and you live life long enough, it's gonna happen. And you and then what but when you have finances that that you have saved, there's one thing you don't have to do. You don't have to run to cash now, pay me now, pay payday, payload stuff, because that just keeps you in debt. They know it. They know you'll just continue to run that cycle because you think, "Oh man, I need." Even... No, 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 stop that madness! You know, yeah. stop it, stop it, because yeah. the because those are designed to keep you in debt, and this yeah. that and and that's the debt that the Bible talking. Don't become, don't, don't 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 become that. Don't become a slave to the lender because now you're a slave to the lender. Mm. And they know it. They know you are a slave to a lender. So you know, and 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 I know. It, obviously, they know it works because you can go on any community and you see them things popping up like running they water. You know, popping on, like you
1: know,
0: right? And, and wait, and it got and it got so good that they started asking for your car title. I go, what? Who would do that? But you know what? When you in a bind. Yeah. And when, you, and when you run in that when you run in that race trying to keep up, because you haven't haven't decided to stop. And sometimes you just have to stop mm. and say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And start with a clean slate, learning how to practice these principles. And sometimes you got to go back and you got to read you got to read some books on finances. I mm. mean, because this is a financial, I guess this, this is a financial situation here. Mhm, you know money is the answer to all things but if you but but if you, but if you don't know how if if you don't know how to use money uh for your benefit it ain't the answer to all things it's the answer to all madness in your life yeah but when but when you but when you begin to practice these principles and understand the writer used an ant,
1: yeah he
0: used an ant. Nature and he 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 watched how an ant operated. Yeah to show us how we should be operating in our financial lives. That's God. Like you ain't gotta go far. Just, just 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 read the book of Proverbs. It'll open up your understanding. Back to you, Cass.
1: Yeah, that's important, as you said, and then you think about those places. Uh, the loan places the interest they charge you yeah sometimes those interest rates is like 25 33 I mean they charge so high of an interest rate that when uh by the time if you just go by your payment plan back to them mm-hmm. you would have paid probably twice or three times as much wow Wow. So for so what you could have if you would have just planned, mm-hmm. and, and, and you're gonna pay three times, two to three times more than that thing actually costs. Wow. Because you are paying their interest rate. Mm. And that takes us to our the fourth one we want to talk about. It's set long term goals. Yes. Yeah, set long-term goals. Uh, if we all operated off of long-term goals, how would that change our short-term perspective on mm-hmm. how we use money? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we focus on the goals that are important to us, uh, uh, it, it can it can also help to establish our clear uh, direction of, of God's calling over our lives. Yeah. So we gotta uh, set long term goals. Uh, if and, and and uh, one of the things that I, I was taught in a financial class is that uh, you want to get some some quick wins. Mm-hmm. You want to get some quick wins. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that they mapped out uh, in this particular financial class is get your smallest debt. Get your smallest debt.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and you pay that off. Mm-hmm. Then use that same payment that you were using for that debt and put it on the next debt. Yeah. And then continue that on. And before you know it, uh you have a long-term plan mm-hmm. of getting yourself out of debt. Right, right. Right. It 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 takes some time. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but again, uh, with the help of God, uh, he will help us mm-hmm. to get out of it. Yes. Uh, 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 Pro, uh, Philippians 3.14 says, I press to the goal of the prize of the upper call of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So in other words, one of the goals that we should be pressing for is getting out of debt. Yes. And God will help you, yes uh, again, uh He's willing to help help it up. uh, but sometimes we have to do our part mm. let me say that again. we just want to go okay, God, you handle it, blink, blink, you handle it and, and and no, it don't work that way don't
0: work that way.
1: We have to do our part. And when we do our part, God is already going to do his part. Yes. He's waiting on us to start the process.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and as we start the process, uh, then he's going to do his part. Yeah. Yeah. He's been waiting on us. Yeah. because yeah. He don't want us bound. Say it. God doesn't want us bound financially. He mm-hmm. don't want us bound in any area of our lives. Say it. Uh, he who who he who set who he who set the son free and free indeed.
0: Yes, sir. You
1: know, bound. He wants to free. Yes, sir. Only thing we have to get out of this thing of financial a uh, debt, we have to plan. We have to have some long range goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And we got to stick to it. Yes. And ask, and then as we do it, yeah, God can't erase some stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a witness
2: mm-hmm. uh, he mm-hmm.
1: raised a a death for me and i i'm I'm grateful for that mm-hmm. but what if he don't do it that way
2: right right
1: are we just continue to wait for him to just uh, erase it erratically mm-hmm. see let me put it like this when God see we working working towards it, that's when he'll show up amen some stuff out of the way, hey. Let me say it again. When hey. God is really trying to get out of this thing, yeah. then He steps up in there. and says, okay, I see my child trying, really trying to get out of this situation. Right. Let me help accelerate it.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that a a good good cause. A, again, God will do it if if we what do our part. Yeah, because He's already done it, but He'll do it because in that He's teaching us. He's teaching us how to how to obtain wealth his way the way he is already set in this word and 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 i like and i like this point when it says set long term goals and, and you immediately shared you know sh- shared what you learned and it said you know you need you need short wins you need to be able to start off with that smallest smallest loan or, or smallest debt that you have and pay that off and then take that money and put that on the next one and 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 add a few extra dollars to it. So that's that yeah. compound. And you, yeah, see, yeah, you know, yeah, add a few yeah. extra dollars. So you so so that that speeds up your repayment plan. And if you stick to that, like you said, it takes a while. Yep. Debt comes very quickly, but to release yourself of the debt, you have to walk it out over time and it's not it's not a drive-through it's not a drive-through experience you're not going to be in line for five minutes and it's done no because you need to learn because if you get out of it quickly you didn't you probably didn't learn anything And you'll go back and you'll pick up the same habits so what you need to do is have some discipline discipline yourself that you would be wise with your debt and you would then eventually be released from your debt, where you leverage your debt. Like I said, the rich leverage their debt every day. They're leveraging it.
2: Yeah.
0: Those that those that are doing it those that are doing it with some wisdom, you know, they're leveraging their debt. And when you learn to leverage it, it's almost like they don't have debt because their assets outweigh out, out, outweigh their liabilities. Yeah. Their assets outweigh their. You know, many many years ago, I had read uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad." I don't know if you ever seen it, but you know, by by Robert, yeah, yes. So, I was I was playing the game with a, a a real estate group out here in in Dallas, and I learned you just tremendously. You learn a lot. You know, it's 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 a it's it's how can I put it? It's a it's it's a level up from monopoly. And you really learned some life lessons in that, but, but, but they, uh, but it shows you how, how, how the wealthy leverage their wealth, because we know you can live life. Good. You don't have to live life scratch scratching from one check to the next. You don't have to live life like that, you don't. but you need to be able to learn. And you started this thing off when we go back and we look, at, at at our grandparents and, and how they have the ability to save money. You know, and they used to call it shoebox money. Everybody know what shoebox money is. They put a dollar over here, two dollars over here, and they kept it and, and they always were prepared for that rainy day. And so that is long term. That's long term savings. Long once you get get a plan, ask the Holy Spirit, Lord help me to get, get a plan. And stick to it. You'll find yourself in a place of contentment and not ambition. Because now you know how to handle your finances. Back to you, Cass.
1: The last one we want to look at, and y'all might think it's strange. uh, We've been talking about debt, getting out of debt. Uh, The last principle we want to look at, and again, there's many other principles that we could share, but we just narrowed it down to five. Uh, and the last one is to give generously. Mm-hmm. Now, how you know I'm in debt? How I'm gonna give generously? Uh, let me say this: Give generously because giving breaks the power of money.
0: Repeat that, cuz love it.
1: Let me say it again: uh, We need to give generously. Because giving breaks the power of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, uh, yes, giving our resources to others in need is a nice thing to do. However, this principle goes much deeper than this. Mm-hmm. God calls us to trust Him and to give generously, forces us to do that. So we have to give generously, mm-hmm. even in the state of where we're at yeah well, we have to give generously uh and if you really look at it, those who are wealthy, the reason why they stay wealthy is because they're givers. yes and let me say this, and you may not want to see, uh Eve the giving principle works whether you saved or unsaved Amen <laughs> Now it's more beneficial for those those of us who love the Lord don't get it twisted. Right. But those those who are just givers because they're givers, uh, they're they're continuing to receive.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a principle it's, uh, if you give, uh, it's gonna come back to you.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: And it comes back to us in many different forms and ways. Yeah. So a lot of people think if we give money, we're gonna we're gonna reap back money. But God, for I'm talking to the believers now, uh-huh. God has so many different ways to reciprocate yeah. his blessings back towards us.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It doesn't always be financial.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It can be in so many shapes, forms, and fashions. Yeah. So again, uh, we have to give generously because uh it, it breaks the power that money has over us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Another scripture says this. uh, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 9 6 uh, uh, through 9 says this. Consider this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each must do as already determined without sadness or compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver and moreover God is able to make every grace abundant to you yeah. so that in all things, always having all you need, mm-hmm. uh, you may have an abundance for every good work. Yeah, As it is written, he scatters the bronze, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endure forever. It's a principle in giving. Yes. If, if you give sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. Yeah, but yeah. if you give bountifully, you will reap bountifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, don't give under sadness or compulsion. Mm. Be A cheerful giver.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't get to the point where, oh, Lord, I got to give this. If you give in that way, uh, you might as well have kept it in your pocket. (laughs) Right, right. Because you're not going to reap nothing out of it. Mm -hmm. But he tells us to be a uh, cheerful giver, yeah, and then he says, uh, God is able to make every grace abundant to you, so that in all things you will have everything that you need,
0: yeah, 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 powerful another what a thing, uh,
1: another thing says this, and I'll give it to you because uh, luke uh six thirty eight even mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it shall be given to you, good measure, press down, shake them together, and run it over. Uh, will be into your bosom for the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Yeah, basically saying the same thing as Second Corinthians chapter nine just said.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If we give with a with a gracious heart,
2: mm-hmm. if
1: we give generously, we will reap. Yeah, and it, that's another way. If we are givers to other people in need, other people dealing with situations. God will look at that say, man. They this person, yeah. my child is in debt. Yeah. They're trying to get out of a situation, but they still have a heart to yeah. be a blessing to somebody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. God sees that, and again, He can accelerate you getting out of your situation. Go Amen. ahead. Doug.
0: Wow, powerful. Giving is a principle. Give giving works, whether you're saved or unsaved, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. The 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 the, the law of reciprocity is always at work and you know what god looks at your heart you know so it's 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 better to have a grateful heart in your giving than have one of grudgery. Mm. and and even even for the even when you go to church we already know that the offering will be taken so why don't you begin before you walk into the door that week of you know lord how much shall i give today I've given my 10%. Do I need to give a little bit more? Begin to pray about it. Submit that to the Lord and be ready when there. so when you walk in there and they're like, we want to raise outside of the tithe and offering. We want, we got a building fund over here. You're not sitting back there saying, here they go talking about money. You're already prepared because you spent the time in prayer and asking the Holy Spirit, Lord, what should I give today? Nothing wrong with it. God wants you to communicate that to Him, so He can give you an answer. That way, your heart is set right, and the blessings of the Lord will begin to flow from you. Everything you have need of. The, the writer, you know, Jesus sums sums it up over there in Luke uh, six and thirty eight. But you know, the, the 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 writer of Corinthians gives 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 a a, a deeper understanding, like. You already know this is a principle. If you do it with a cheerful, if you do it with a cheerful heart, God is going to make all grace abound toward you.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, how many of us need grace every day?
1: Hallelujah.
0: In abundance. Mm. Covered. He said, I'll cover you. If you give, and you know why? Because God gave. He gave his only begotten son. He took Mm -hmm. everything he had within himself and and set it on the cross of Calvary. That that was the redemption plan. Now, we've talked about long-term goals. We talked about getting out of debt. And at the end of the day, this this was a debt that we could not pay. Mm -hmm. And and God said, but that's okay. It's It's going to take a minute for my son to come. He's not going to come on the first day man sinned. But I have a plan already in action and he walked through what 14 generation and here we are jesus christ we on we on the ad side after death
1: yeah
0: he paid the ultimate debt that none of us could pay by the blood redemption could only come through the blood And that blood had to be a sacrifice, a sinless sacrifice that knew no debt, knew no sin. That he gave it all for us that we might have life and have it life more abundantly. Not looking to get to heaven, but to call heaven into the earth that we might walk this thing out in the fullness of his glory. Back to you, Cash, because I feel it. Go ahead. Yeah, so when
1: you said that, uh, God had a long term plan for mankind. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it took forty two generations for yeah. it to be manifested. Yeah. But he had a plan all along.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh he had a plan for all along to get us out of a, a debt that we couldn't repay. Yeah. Uh so way back uh in Genesis, uh when they Adam and Eve messed up in the garden. God had a redemptive plan already, already mapped out.
2: Yeah.
1: It took a while. It took forty-two generations for yeah. it to come up for it to be manifested. Uh, but He had a plan, and God, the same way He had a plan back then, He has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. His plan for us is that we would accept Him uh, as Lord and Savior.
2: Yeah.
1: His plan for us is that we would uh, uh, be free in every area of our lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He don't want us bound financially. He don't want us bound spiritually. He don't want us bound emotionally. He, uh, whatever it is, he don't want us bound. He has set us free. Yeah. And whom the Son has set free, is free indeed. Again, you no longer have to be bound. Yeah. Uh it may take, uh, as we said, it may take a little while for you to get out of this financial bound bondage that you're in. Uh, but start work a plan, get a mm-hmm. plan together. Uh, as Cuz said, it's some fine, it's some uh, and for and because we are a Christian perspective, there's some good biblical Christian financial literature out there mm-hmm. to help you. Get out of your situation. Yeah. I mean, it's all kind of different things to get out. But again, one way of getting out, start being, be a giver. Mm -hmm. Be a giver. And as you give, the Lord gives back to us in so many ways. Yeah. And as we become givers and our heart is in the right place, God can bring you out of Amen. whatever the situation you're in. Uh, so, again, we thank God for you, again, taking the time uh, to uh, watch episode 24. And we did it a little differently today, but I, I really believe uh, this will be helpful
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, to you, uh, as it is helpful for me to just re-hear some uh-huh. of this stuff.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, just to rehear it. Uh and again, we just conversate. We, we mm-hmm. put some stuff out there and we just allow the Holy Spirit to conversate. So it was just some stuff in our conversation that, that's okay, God, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, because this just still this, you know, this is a work in progress for not just for all of us. Yeah. Uh so again, I may not be as in debt as I was, but I don't want to go back down that road. Amen. Uh, So now I got to continue to apply these principles in my life uh, to keep me from going down that path. Yes, I still got a little debt, but it's nothing like I have. Mm -hmm. Because I pray, I'm going to tell you this, and then I'll close out. I prayed to the Lord Uh, it was maybe 2020.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Some things I wanted to get out of. I took it to the Lord. And one of those things was debt. Mm-hmm. One of those things that I really pursued him about was debt. And really the debt of my student loan.
2: Yeah.
1: I prayed to God about it. Mm-hmm. And he manifested it to where I got a call and they said my debt had been cleared.
0: Amen. Amen. I Ooh. prayed
1: about that. I didn't want to be, because that was that was a bound a bondage. Mm-hmm. It was so much that I couldn't do because I was bound to that student loan debt. Yeah. And I prayed and I was working. I had a plan mapped out. Uh, it was going. I thought it was going to take until Jesus come back, but I had a plan mapped out.
0: Right, right.
1: But because he saw I had a plan mapped out, he accelerated. Say it. And when okay. we are sincere about, and the thing, the reason the thing, I wanted to get out of debt because I wanted to do, be able to do more for the kingdom. Mm, yeah. You yeah. say that, I need to put yeah. that in there. And because he knew my heart of wanting to be able to do more for the kingdom, mm-hmm. oh, he accelerated that. Okay. So now I'm able to give more to kingdom causes.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: previously, I wasn't able. Mm-hmm. So again, in, in our giving, not just the church, but there's other things that we should give towards. Yeah. If the Holy Spirit put it upon our heart.
2: Yeah.
1: One of the things I give towards, uh, the Lord pressed it upon my heart to give towards is people dealing with uh, uh homelessness. Yeah. That was a cause that he put on my heart. So what 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 can I do? And 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 I saw an organization that was credible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feed the hungry and do that kind of stuff. Uh, So now, because I'm freed up, I got some resources freed up. Yeah. I I can sow seeds into that particular ministry or that particular uh, uh, group that deals with feeding the hungry. Yeah. But because previously, because I was bound, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that, even though my heart was, I wanted to do it. Right. Or I did it, but I couldn't give like I can now. Mm. So I was, you know, so again, I just, I, I just, again, this thing has helped me. Uh, this, this going through this episode has helped me to rethink some stuff, mm-hmm. some, some things I need to, uh, to to just tune up, tune up in, uh, tone up in, get better at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I really believe, uh, and I hope and pray you receive this, what we shared today. Yeah. Uh, to help you uh to in your pursuit of being uh, financially stable and no longer being under bondage. It's gonna take work. It's it's a long range plan, mm-hmm. but God will see you through it. Mm-hmm. And if when and I, and I decree and declare, if He see you're serious about it for the purpose of the kingdom. Amen. I decree and declare that he's going to celebrate your debt out of the way. Amen. I decree and declare it in the name of Jesus. So Father, yeah. in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Yeah. Uh, we praise you again for uh, allowing us uh, another opportunity to share uh, in conversation with Cousin episode 24. Lord, you have took us through 24 weeks, Lord. Mm. Lord, we thank, thank you. Yes. God, we thank you, God, that those who will listen or hear this or watch this, uh, we pray God that something said in this episode will begin to free them from uh debt. We pray God that they will no longer be uh, into covetedness, but be, be, be content in whatever state that they are in. Uh, Help them and remind them they don't have to keep up with the Mm -hmm. Jones. Help them to lean and depend on you. And we know that you will lead and guide them every step of the way to get out of their financial situations. And those who are already free from financial situations, I pray that even today, Uh, You will sow more into your ministries. You will sow more into different causes uh, that will bring you glory. So Lord, we thank you again for another opportunity to share. Uh, Thank you for my cousin, uh, uh, Sherry T. uh, For again, uh, we are just grateful and, and thankful, Lord, that you would use us in this way. Yes. So we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen and amen. We pray you have enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks for spending time with us. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you next week. Our sponsor we will continue with praise and worship I want to give you five days of my 30-day devotional pursue righteousness standing on the promises of God this book aims to help you clear your mind from the outside noise quiet your mind to hear the Good Shepherd's voice and renew your mind with the promises of victory over depression anxiety and scarcity Click on the link below. You slay the giant you are the great I am you are the lion you slay
1: the giant you are the great I am you are the lion you slay the giant you
0: Thank you for listening to Conversation with Cousins on the Power of Prayer Living Bible Hub Network. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Be sure to visit our website at livingbiblehub.com. May the joy of the Lord be your strength and may he keep you in perfect peace.